Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we get into digital experience monitoring, or DEM. Now, DEM goes beyond the traditional SLAs by offering much more precise measurements of network performance and application performance that's actually experienced by the end users. And these detailed measurements actually help the network engineers identify and respond to problems. Now, we're talking today with sponsor Fortinet about how it delivers digital experience monitoring. Our guests today are Kimberly Bejon, Director of Products, and Alex Samonte who is a field CTO. There are 40 people here from Fortinet. Let's dive into the business at hand by starting with a very quick summary of digital experience monitoring and what scenario we're hearing most about. Really, what's the value and what's DM about? It's really our world has turned hybrid and it's hybrid all the way around. So applications and services that we access to do our jobs are not always on that infrastructure we own and manage anymore. And let's not even mention how SaaS apps are really core to our day-to-day lives. Yeah. So once in a while, they used to be like shadow IT. Now it's, they run the business in a lot of cases. So I like to talk about this as like in traditional networking, we always cared about the underlay, the physical network. But now we all use the internet and that's a variable. There's no guarantees on the internet. It could be good. It's usually good, but sometimes it's bad. But then we also use overlays everywhere. So we actually have this complexity overlaid on uncertainty. And I think many people struggle to understand How do we know what's going on? Is that where DEM can sort of step in? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're talking about blind spots, really. What you just kind of boiled some of this down to is when you don't own that infrastructure anymore, there's a lot of blind spots. And now you've got the applications are a different place. You're using the internet because the employees are coming in. They're hybrid as well. So... You know, I don't know how your listeners feel about being hybrid, but, you know, they have to now manage all these people and get them that nice, clean experience because an employee wants to be able to log in to get their job done. And no matter where they're at, it has to feel and look the same. I don't care so much about the user. Mainly what I'm concerned about is mean time to innocence. You know, when the user rings up, gets on the help desk and raises a case and says, the Internet's slow and it's your fault. I want to be able to say it's not the network, right? That's what I'm looking for. And DEM, I think, is part of that. DEM is a much more comprehensive way of looking at that tools because it doesn't only work for hybrid off-prem. It also works for on-prem. Are you starting to see, one of the things I've talked about a lot is we're starting to see the campus networks and the branch networks just become internet sharing. Is that something you're seeing as well? Oh, well, certainly. I mean, you certainly know within Fortinet, you're very familiar with our product suites. You know, SD-WAN is, is a strong component of our fabric. So yes, we do see a lot of that. And I, I want to talk a little bit where you just said mean time to innocence. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, when we have these traditional network performance monitoring tools, mean time to innocence meant like, okay, it's not my problem, go away or throw it over to the app teams or whatever, right? DEM really helps teams come together because it's really gaining that visibility into these blind spots and helping you collaborate a lot more with your DevOps teams and your IT teams. And, you know, I think you like to use a term called silo busters or something like that. I think I've heard you say that once before. Well, it's sort of, you know, leaning back into the days of there was campus networking professionals and then there was WAN professionals and there was data center professionals and service provider. And what we're seeing is those are merging more and more together. Absolutely. So I think let's transition into talking about how Fortinet thinks about DEM. So how do you actually deliver this product to customers? Because there's different ways. Like DEM is not one thing. It's like many things these days. There are different approaches. Different vendors come at it from a different point of view. So let's dive into how you put it together for clients. 
really when you're looking at any type of DEM solutions, you need to think about vantage points, right? How am I gaining this different visibility and different aspects so I get the full picture? Because if you only look at things from one angle, you're not getting the full picture of things. So in the term, you'll hear a lot of different DEM vendors and I'll talk about vantage points. So let's talk about this. SD-WAN is certainly one of our vantage points. You talked about the campus and the branches, mm -hmm. right? So in SD-WAN, you got that vantage points where, you know, SD-WAN is looking at layer two and making some great decisions on switching lines and applications steering and following QS. And they're using layer two and layer three to, to have that conversation. What DEM brings into it is layer seven. You're doing that synthetics across those links now, and you're getting a better feel in ways of how application performance can help augment some of that changing and switching back and forth. So that's certainly one. It's, it's, it's a big one. I mean, you're on campus, as you were talking about. So you're talking a little there about agent-driven. So there's this idea that we can do performance monitoring by, you know, sucking up flow records or doing packet captures or, you know, at the edge on the appliance. But what we're doing here is we're actually putting synthetic agents onto the edge devices in the, in the network, SD-WAN devices, firewalls, literally in this case, 40 net firewalls. And the agent goes and runs a transaction and that adds to the other data. It doesn't replace it, it it's complementary to the other network performance data exactly so like i said you're, you're getting good data already it is is you're kind of augmenting a little bit more of that data from that network infrastructure that you're running for sd-wam that's one of those vantage points there's global hops of presence so this means we have pops like all over the world that you can now say hey test accessing these different things right it could be SaaS applications it could be your applications it could be simple things even like web pages and different services and marketplaces whatever that is you want to make sure everywhere around the world is kind of getting that same and you may not need that from all applications but some you do right so what you're actually doing there is monitoring the internet in effect Yes, in effect. Or monitoring key locations, and that data is then available to me via the 40 manager. We'll talk more about 40 manager in a minute, but you've got props all over the world doing various things, and you've got agents there gathering data about, you know, is Azure up? Is Microsoft Office working? Is, you know, Google Docs working? That sort of stuff. Yeah, all your video conferences, all those good things that we just so have to have so much in our life these days, right? Well, everybody does the same thing, right? So you can yeah. monitor those because everybody's using the same Zoom, Teams, you know, whatever, right? Exactly. And you can get that full spectrum of like, okay, you use Teams, for example, that's starting to have some issues down in Florida. So that access point in some of the regions in Florida, if you're a big global company, but my Minnesota area is perfectly fine. So let them continue on that way. But I'm going to kind of alert the teams down in Florida. Hey, maybe switch over to pick another video conference because we, we all know we have more than one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never ends, right? <laughs> right. So that's one of the other ones. But what about data center? Because you can't not do the data center. You really have to monitor there as well. You're not traditionally a data center company, but have you got something? We are a data center company. I challenge you on that. We've okay. got firewalls right. that right. have a extremely portfolio that extensively into all firewall deployments from cloud and on-premise. I know you, you're thinking more branch and campus, but we have a wide portfolio in the data center. But in the DEM space, yes, we have collectors that go in there. So if you have our firewalls in the data center, there's some collections. We also have points of presence, virtual machines that you can pop in in different, if there's segments and all that you want to do various collections, you've got that. 
that. So that's a bit of a third, right? And then there's a very endpoint agent, right? So this is that employee's laptop, desktop, put an agent on there. So now you're seeing when, you know, Joe goes to the coffee house to do his work or works from home, wherever it is, mm-hmm. you're able to get more of his visibility as well. Because yes, sometimes the coffee house Wi-Fi isn't that great, but he thinks it's your problem and it's not <laughs> your problem. Yeah, well, welcome to 2023. It's a new set of challenges. Now, the question is, I've got all this data. We've sort of established the baseline that DEM is out there synthetically testing transactions. We've got many different ways to collect data points across the network. How do we make that actionable? How do we turn that into pay rises? All DEM solutions really need to be able to correlate all this various telemetry that you just collected and make sense of it in some way, right? So you take all those vantage points and you help paint the picture um, to start to see where performance problems are bubbling up. You don't want to really be using this thing in more of a reactive state. You want to start moving more into a proactive state. So you want to get to these problems before they start to really bubble up and impact the users. So What's really unique about 40 Monitor within our product suite is we don't only just correlate those metrics that you need, but we also use a lot of automation to run diagnostic commands before we open even up the tickets for you, right? So we're starting to see you've got some parameters and thresholds getting hit, right? We'll go out and issue commands. So for example, you know, take any one of your scenarios of a, let's go back to a video conferencing situation. Your employees at the branch, a video conference is starting to get a little wonky or you're starting to see some problems there. You get a call in or get an alert. What are some of the commands you might start thinking about doing to start diagnosticing this problem? What type of things would you do, right? Like a lot of people go lean right on to, let me run some trace routes, right? Net stats, maybe some top commands. Well, you've got performance monitoring in 40 Manager as well. So you'd be instantly able to say, is it the local loop? Is it something in the backbone? Is it Teams? Because you're also synthetically testing Teams. So you would say, hang on, I know that Teams is fine everywhere but this location. Oh, hang on, this person's in this location. You can correlate that data and and push that up as part of 40 Manager alerting. It does. And it paints somewhat of a good picture when you correlate that data together. But those commands and that output of that command is another level of augmenting that picture. And then on top of augmenting that picture, you've got that synthetics tracing information. Now, what we do is we collect that synthetics output that you've got from those vantage points. We take some commands that you would automate and do. We would do it for you when we're opening up the ticket. And then we take those key metrics and shape them up for you. And this all becomes one ticket. So now everybody's focused on just the key stuff, right? There's a lot of noise in a lot of areas. This helps get everybody into focus going, oh, okay, I can eliminate the whole SaaS app being down. Or I can eliminate it's some user problem, one specific user type problems. It's hitting a certain region. Let's go back to that Florida ISP, right? You can then start quickly going down to, oh, the service provider in Florida is uh, having some performance issues there. Yeah. So that's really about turning digital experience monitoring into something that's actionable. It's not just sitting there waiting for you to go and click a button and show you some charts about application. It's actually proactively coming up and saying, hey, we're seeing problems happening here. Absolutely. You're getting more where we're kind of made the storyline of it's not just an up-down SLA kind of thing. You're moving into experience monitoring now. So this is XLAs. You're doing that experience and really setting some stages where you can up-level everything so employees get that same look and feel no matter where they connect from. So how do you distinguish between an SLA and uh, an experience? Yeah, so that's interesting. Now, just also know that I'm not making up some little fancy fun terms of XLAs, <laughs> right? This is this is something out there, I, I promise you. I always figure when, some, when a marketing person talks about experience, I start to think like perfume. It's like a <laughs> scent. It's like a feeling. 
notes of cherry <laughs> and tobacco mixed together. <laughs> Did I put on my marketing hat? Well? <laughs> yeah, keep going. <laughs> so what well, we're talking about XLAs, like I said, this is really an industry term. And what's really interesting too is uh, service providers themselves are adopting DEM because the people who use for managed services really want to see more than just up down. They the customers are demanding more of an experience level. So a lot of your service providers already adopting DEM. They're infiltrating into this network so that they're making sure that they're not just up down, they're hitting that performance issue and getting in front of things a lot further. So it's not me, <laughs> it is an industry thing. Um, and they yeah, are leveraging yeah. great tools like ours to do it. Um, but how do you get started with it is probably a maybe a bigger question. So one thing we see a lot of our customers doing is like, you can use SLAs as like a baseline of where your metrics would be. Drill down from that a bit more and set that as your performance level of thresholds to understand. And don't try to bull the ocean, right? Really start focusing on what is critical to the business, right? Is there a certain application that everybody has to access and want to make sure everything's ahead? Or here's another great one is, you know, there's a certain regional area. We all have them. There's a regional area that always have some kind of strange anomaly problems that you're getting called on and pinged on all the time. Mm. You can use these kind of tools to get a little bit better visibility. And I think what you're alluding to here, and I'm going to come back to this idea of, you know, experience level assurance is much more of a perfume than a real thing. But what you're trying to get at here is you're wrapping up troubleshooting tools, but you're also getting to serviceability tools. So you're actually yes. saying, mm -hmm. look, you need to know what the business impact is. And you used to be the interpreter for that. You would go out and run pings and trace routes and look at charts and then put your finger in the air and throw salt over your shoulder and then, you know, whatever, all that sort of stuff. But what we're now saying is the business says there seems to be a problem with teams somewhere and you can go, oh, yes, that's in this location. Telco's having problems and we also know that Microsoft's having problems, but I know what it is. It's something else entirely, right? It's really about getting that final step across the bridge from troubleshooting. Yes, something's half broken, which is a key fact about meantime to innocence, right? And saying this is the actual impact of the business without you necessarily having to know five years experience of knowing what the business does. Exactly. And it brings you more to the table of what, what drives the business. So Alex, I want to bring you in here at, at the death here because in the, give you a chance to talk about the security fabric because really I think the key here is that this is actually all part of your portfolio. It's not a separate thing. It, the Fortinet has this whole width and capability. Right. We're always looking for ways that we can enhance the security fabric. And really what that means is all of our products work together and share security information. So in this case, we want to make sure that customers can gain the benefits of 40 Monitor's insights across all of those products. So the analytics that we have already in Forta Manager, Forta Analyzer, and Forta Sim are enriched by the data that Forta Monitor provides because of those different unique vantage points. So the Forta Monitor then provides additional visibility and functionality into things like our secure SD-WAN. We can now make better path choices about which WAN links to use based on the information that 40 Monitor has provided. And so if you have redundant telcos and redundant internet providers and Teams isn't working over this one, but it is over this one, then use that one, but let the rest of the traffic go down that one. Correct. An easy example of that is, yeah, some ISP is just fully not working or even even regionally. I mean, let's, let's go back and pick on Florida for a bit. You know, regionally, Florida is having some problems. Maybe both 
of my ISPs are down and I need to fail back over to MPLS to transit my data across my own network just to get around the issues that Florida mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. SD-WAN, that's its, its job to do that. But from those additional vantage points, Florida Monitor can bring insight into where SD-WAN is making those choices. In that scenario, Dem could actually tell you the hit to the user experience. They're no longer going direct to the internet. They're going via a long way around in the case that you gave. You could actually start to say, yes, the network's going to be degraded by 50% because of this. We're working to fix it. And the uniqueness of the individual agent where we can have that end-to-end transaction directly from the you know user's own PC gives us even more insight into that. We'll switch the blame from Florida. Many times, it may be even something like the user's own laptop itself. Maybe there's some problem, you know, PowerPoint's using up too much CPU, and that's what's actually changing the experience. But again, SD-WAN can try and make the best use of the WAN path in those cases because of 40 monitors monitoring. Well, that's about all the time that we've got available today. Thanks very much to Kimberly Bejan and Alex Samonte for joining us today to talk a little bit about DEM. You can find more information at 40net.com slash DEM, that's slash D-E-M at the 40net.com website. And thanks very much to 40net for sponsoring today's show. And because of them, we're actually able to keep bringing you fine free analysis and content like this. As always, you can find many more podcasts on our network over at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you're on Spotify or some podcast app and they can let you do a rating, it's super, super helpful. If you say, give us a really good rating, thumbs up, five stars, whatever it is. Because last and never ever least, remember the too much networking would never be enough.